I found out I had breast cancer and I pretty much said, really? If you really want to know what I said, really, I have a lot of shit to get done in the next month. I have a task program to do in Jamaica. I'm getting an award in St. Lucia for the Piton Awards. And I have two speaking events, one in Canada and one in California. So cancer is going to have to just wait for about two months till I get all that taken care of. And then I'm all yours, whatever you need for me to do. And the doctor's like, no, Miss Levent, this is malignant. You have to come in right now. The tests are showing that you have to come in right away. Okay, fine, but I'm still doing what I'm doing and I'll come in after when I'm ready. I already wrote it off. Like, go away. I don't have time for you. Now, fast forward, I did everything. I went to my speaking events. I went, got my award. So my award was the last thing that I got. I really believe that people meet for a reason. No matter who you meet in your life, they came into your life for a reason. You have to connect those dots. I'm very spiritual. When I went and bought the food truck, we were not going to buy it. We were only looking. And the date was August 8th. And it kept on coming in my head, this angel telling me 8888. I don't even know I was going to call them Heavenly Puffs. 8888. I'm like, what the hell is Angel 88? What's this 88? And I looked it up. The Angel of Prosperity. Whatever you do this day will make you prosperous for the rest of your life. And it was on August 8th at one o'clock when I looked and I Googled that. And when we went there, we were only going to look for the food truck. The next thing you know, Tammy said, no, here's my credit card. We're buying it. And my husband was like, what? I didn't even discuss it with him. We just went for it because you have to listen to your intuition and your inner self. And you have to also listen to others and people meet for a reason. We're on this call together, Amy and Nancy, and maybe we'll just do this interview and nothing else will happen. But maybe 10 years from now, there'll be another opportunity where we'll come together and do something together. Do you see what I'm saying? Or it could be two years or six months from now. I really, truly believe that. So I went to St. Lucia and they were doing, you're seeing the jetpacks where they come out of the water and they fly out, they shoot out of the water. So my husband goes, are you going to go do that? I go, uh-uh, I'm having surgery in three days. That would be stupid. I'm not going to do that. So I'll sit here. There's only one other woman sitting at the beach, not going there other than me. And my husband went up to her and said, oh, why don't you two sit together and talk? Her name was Tracy. And she goes, okay. And he goes, what's that? Like here. And she goes, oh, that's a port. I had breast cancer. I metastasized. And that's my port. He goes, oh, well, my wife just found out she has breast cancer. You need to sit down and talk to her. So she sat and talked to me. We talked for the entire day. And I, in fact, I was supposed to sit with my husband when I got my award. I was sitting with her. I told her, come to my table, move my husband somewhere else because she needs to sit with me. She was my guiding light. She was given six months to live. And at this point, I'm talking to her. And she was in like four years in, still surviving. And I said, what did you do? And she says, well, I have somebody that I got a tincture. I had nothing to lose of CBD and THC oil. And it's from California and he's a chemist and he does it privately, but nobody knows about him because if they found out, he'd be like dead because who wants to cure cancer? But I really believe that he's curing my cancer or gave me more time to live. I'm like, okay. She gave me his information. She goes, before you go in for surgery, I'm going to send it to you. So when you get out of surgery, you're all ready with everything instead of waiting. If you just trust me on this, I go, okay, I'll trust you. That was it. I came back. They're putting me into surgery. They're already talking about radiation. They're already talking about what they're going to do to my breast. They're already talking about chemo. They're already talking about all this stuff. That day I went in, I had a premonition that I was going to die. 
And I have angels surrounding me all the time. I really believe in angels. And I believe that, you know, sometimes you have, oh, that was a weird feeling. No, it wasn't. Or you thought something and it happened. It didn't happen that way. Trust me, you manifested it. And I believe like I have angels around me. And my angels are definitely my grandmother and my my stepdad that raised me. And I yell at them all the time. Like, hey, you've been slacking. It's been a week and nothing new has come about. I just saw my death. I actually saw myself dead. And I told my husband, I said, you need to stop, you need to tell him to stop surgery. I'm going to die. He's like, hey, you're just nervous. You'll be fine. They gave you a loopy drug. You're probably seeing stuff. Calls the doctor over. My daughter's in the room. She doesn't remember because I never told her. I, he, she would have listened. I told my husband. Then they call the doctor in the room. He's like, you're just nervous. You'll be fine. We have it. We're under control. It's like a bad dream. It's like you're watching a horror show. And you're trying to stop everything happening, but you can't because you're on this loopy drug. And I'm like, dude, this is not happening. This is not happening. I have to stop the surgery. So I thought if I vomit, we're going to stop surgery. I put my hand down my throat. I start vomiting. I'm vomiting bile. I'm in the room. They're ready to put me down. And I'm like, doctor, I'm seeing him wash, scrub his hands. And I keep pulling myself up. They strap me down and I'm screaming but I'm really not screaming. I think I'm screaming, but I'm really not screaming. And I'm like, you have to stop surgery. And that was it. I woke up. I didn't feel right. I felt very bizarre. I felt empty. I felt that there was something wrong with me. I didn't feel right. And there was a group of doctors sitting in front of me and they're like, oh, how do you feel? I've had like 15 surgeries before. You got to get my book, but I've survived a lot. So I know when I had surgery, and I know when something's weird, when you have a team of doctors sitting there staring at you saying, how are you feeling? Something was not right. I said, I feel really bizarre. They go like, how? Like what? I go, I can't talk. I was do dozing in and out. They go, she's ready to go home. So they wrapped me up, got me home. I'm at home. So I know that I need a soft liquid diet before I go in and after I get out. So while I'm at home, told my daughter that I made myself yogurt, fresh homemade yogurt. I'm eating the yogurt, crunch, 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 it's crunchy. I go, what did you put in this yogurt? It's really super crunchy. She's like, mom, what? She goes, open your mouth, open my mouth. She goes, oh my God. Her face looked like she just saw a ghost or something and like she looked ready to pass out. Because of the anesthesia, I wasn't feeling anything. They broke all my teeth. She goes, mom, and she took a look into my mouth and she freaked out and she took a picture and she goes, you're never going to, you know, she took a picture and she goes, I didn't want to show you, but they basically broke all of my four top teeth. And then I called immediately to the hospital and they weren't, they were just like, that's the chance you take. You signed a waiver, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So that was a whole nother story. So now they told me to eat well because of the cancer or take care of yourself, but I have no teeth to do it. So now I had to worry about getting my teeth fixed. Thank God I had a really good dentist and I'm on TV a lot. So thank God that I had a great reporter. She went after, um, and my attorney went after them and I didn't want any money. I said, I know you do this daily. I said, I just want my teeth fixed. So they were good. They said, Oh, I'd be in that $6,000. I don't know what kind of teeth you're putting in my mouth, but George Washington, uh, wooden teeth are not going to work. So I need to have real teeth. So they were more like $20,000 the pain, the time, I can't even tell you. So now was my time for my checkup with my doctor. Oh, that was fun. I wish you guys were flies on the wall for that one. So I went in and he goes to me, you know, it's malignant and 
it's this, it's this, and you need radiation for sure. I said, let me tell you something. You wouldn't listen to me when I needed to stop surgery. I'm not listening to you now. I have no desire to listen to you. I don't trust you. And I'm not going to do anything at all. He's like, what? He goes, you can't do that. He goes, in, in six months, it'll be spread everywhere. Because it's spread into my lymph nodes. So they took out... The cancer was in my breast, but it spread into my lymph nodes and they took out some of the lymph nodes, but you still have to radiate them or do, you know what I mean? The soul come back. But because of my faith in the person that I met at the beach three days before the surgery, her words were ringing and I called her and I told her what happened. And she goes, just get on this. So I got on that and it's been five years. I have done no other treatment nothing. This is all I do is this treatment, which is the CBD THC oil tincture that I take once a night. Now I've helped so many people I've helped. Oh my God. One guy um, had pancreatic cancer. They gave him literally two weeks and he lived for like eight months. Um, I've just helped so many people. Basically I have no cancer today. I, I, and every time I go to get checked, there's a radiologist that's always there. And he always comes out of the room. He goes, Tammy, I saw your name pop up. I had to come and congratulate you and say, wow, that's amazing that you're on this journey and that you're not doing anything else. I've absolutely nothing. And I was told that it wasn't going to work. And I've made news on CBS and everywhere. Like I was the first patient in Florida as a patient with the medical marijuana. I truly believe in that. And I also think it's a mindset in my mind. I was like, I, I don't have cancer. I'm done. I don't have time for it.